one, we need to price accordingly to life. And then we need to price accordingly, well, what is our time worth? What do we want out of life? And really about that rather than, oh, well, I just want to help them out because they're just starting out. So I'm just going to be cheaper. And that's where a lot of people uh, in that sort of people pleasing type of mentality as well. Um, but I think it's really about just knowing that there are people that want to work with you and you want to work with people that are like-minded. So working for really low money and for people that are not aligned with you, they don't treat you very well. It's just to me like going back to a nine to five. Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, night shift emergency physician, burnout thriver, and wellness champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory, MD. See you there. There. Hello, 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 Fearless Freedom Tribe. This is Dr. G, and we are back for another exciting episode of the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast. Today, we have all the way from the Gold Coast, Sasha Eburn, and she's going to tell us all about herself and all of the amazing things that she is up to. Take it away, Sasha. Hey, Charmaine, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm super excited to be here. So a little bit about me. I had spent quite a number of years in the hotel industry and worked around the world in a few different places. And then a national pandemic, a global pandemic, I should say, hit the country. And in Australia, we used our hotels as quarantine. And uh. the hotel that I was working in was the first hotel that became quarantine in the entire country. So was out of out of a job and I was only I had a six month old um so I'd only recently had a baby I had her on my own so very limited on income and year of in and out of jobs and caught up with an old friend and she said that she had become a virtual assistant okay and I had no idea what a virtual assistant was I was like what is this yeah yeah she told me about it. I watched the space for about six months and then I had a really bad week in, in my current role. I was working in real estate at the time as an executive assistant. And then I decided to set my business up and within 24 hours, I had my first client. Within a week, I quit my job and within three weeks, I was fully booked and I was working full time within my business. And within six months, I had a team of 15 around the country. So we grew extremely fast. And then about six months later, I had turned to coaching. So running both businesses, running a coaching business and running a VA business and have built them both to multi six figures in under two years. That's fantastic. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, no, Thank great. you. All, all whilst juggling single motherhood as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that is not an easy thing to do. I mean, there's just so, there's so many, so many things there, so many points where fear could play a role now i wonder uh when you um when everything happened and you were kind of like at the crossroads 
what was what what was the fear that you faced at that point and how did you overcome that the fear was what's the worst that could happen and by the time I had kind of gone into business I'd probably done quite a lot in my career so I was just like do you know what if it doesn't work I could just go back and get a job in hotel or if it was, I could go back to working in hospitality and being behind a bar. So because I'd had quite a lot of different jobs over the years, that's really the worst that could happen. And I've been quite quite resourceful and I was quite resourceful over COVID. I still made sure that I still had money coming in. I did some, you know, online body shop, which was a direct marketing company where we did um, online facial parties. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I guess I've always been quite resourceful and I, I think even more resourceful being, being a mum. So I just threw everything into it and really broke down well, what is the worst that could happen by going in and saying, I'm out, I'm done. I already had one client and I was just, I could see the potential. So I think once I'd worked out the actually worst and it wasn't the end of the world, I'd still be able to afford to put food on the table, keep the roof over our head, which is the main thing, the right, really important right. thing, the then, yeah, once I couldn't know that I could afford the essentials, then I was just like, well, I'm just going to do it. And I'm sure that if I still couldn't provide the essentials, I could ask other people for help. I could go to my folks. I could go to my friends. So, like, I think it's also about knowing that there are people that we can ask for help in our lives as well if everything just fell apart. Oh, that's, that's good. Because, you know, like, that is a, that is a big leap to start your own business yeah. and then to like start it. And then you have one client because mm -hmm. then you're like, you see the potential, but you're also not quite at the point where you have enough clients to cover the monthly expenses. So that yeah. part is, is challenging, but you know, you know, good on you for sure for doing that, because, uh, that's a bold move. A lot of people don't want to take it because it's outside the comfort zone, but you, you yeah. did it anyway. Like you, you saw it, you said, you know what, uh, what's the worst thing I can have? I'm not going to die. So I might as well do this. And so you did it. And um, your baby is happy because now mom has a job that's like, you know, I'm sure affords you opportunity to spend time with your child, which yeah. is not always available to a lot of working moms. So no, that's great. That's great. Yeah, and so I love that. Now you've gotten it to the point where it's so it's pretty successful. Like what are, what are your next, your next moves? Yeah. So now it's about the impact piece. So I really want to impact women around the country and around the world to really, I guess, share with them that there is life outside of a nine to five and it does get to be fun and easy. And we don't have to be on this hamster wheel of life of just jumping in a car, driving for an hour, leaving our kids and our family and coming back and not doing what we want to do in our lives. And I think since COVID as a society, a lot of people and families are looking at life a lot differently as well. There's this new world schooling movement and parents taking their kids out of school to travel the world and giving them a real life experience. We in Australia have a lot of people uh, buying a caravan, selling up their houses and just traveling around and their kids are doing school remotely. And I think, you know, really just kind of sharing that message across mainly women um, because a lot of women do sit in that, you know, I need to, you know, provide for the family and, um, 
you know, that they feel that that's a responsibility, but that there's other ways that we can provide for our family and there is other ways that we can live our lives. So it's really just about sharing that and supporting women and coaching women to set up these amazing businesses and earn money for themselves. That is fantastic. And then, so, you know, so this friend of yours, I'm sure she's probably like, very proud of you. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty she's pretty she's pretty cool. She um yeah, she runs her own successful business as well, which is awesome. And I've got some other friends in the industry as well. So it's super cool that when we get to all catch up, it's just like, oh, I'm so excited for you. You've like come this far. It's it's really great to watch friends sort of have the same successes as well, which is great. That's good because you get a nice support circle, which is very important, uh, particularly as an entrepreneur. So not as fantastic. And then, so, you know, along, so along the road, um, you made it sound so easy. You said, yeah, I got my first client. And then within the next, you know, couple of weeks I had like, you know, a full deck and then, you know, things kind of snowballed and then boom, we have this like six figure yeah. business. Yeah. Now I know it wasn't that easy. Right? No, no. So I would love for you to share with the audience, uh, struggle that you had along the road, how you overcame that. Was there any fear involved and. And how did you deal with that? Yeah, all of that. I think the main thing that happened is it's it's the battle between rates and it's the battle between that whole thing that we're taught, oh, well, if you just go out with cheap, you can get all these clients. And in the beginning, that sounded like a great idea. And I found that they weren't really the clients that I wanted to work with. And I was kind of working for peanuts once I worked out how much money I had to take out as a, a business owner and work, you know, living expenses and tech expenses. And I guess the operating expenses of a business. Right. And then really what I worked out that when you're pitching to a client, there's all of this fear and imposter syndrome that come up and our go-to is, Oh, I'm just going to go cheap to get this client where what I've worked out over the time, and yes, I made mistakes and worked with clients that I didn't really want to work with, but I was just like, oh, well, I need the client, is it's actually not about the rate for the client. They're going to work with you if you are aligned with them, if it feels good for them, if you if they're confident that you're going to do the work, if you've shown them enough value to work with, it doesn't matter what the rate is. And I think there is a, especially in Australia, there's a lot of this small poppy syndrome, as we call it. Um, it's more about like bringing down other people that are kind of up here and, and the feeling of greed. So if you talk to people and you, you say, well, why don't you offer $85 an hour? They're like, oh, I would feel too greedy or I can't believe that they're trying to, um, they're, they're trying to demand that sort of money. And it, it's quite a common thing that people say in the country and yeah it is really interesting and I, I think Australia is really really bad for it and you know when a, when a woman becomes successful there's a lot of these people that kind of just like they feel threatened so they walk away from them when really they should be you know either like admiring them or you know supporting them and and being there to hold them you know in that growth um but but really I, I learned that it, it wasn't about the rate cheap isn't always best and excuse me, the the number one thing that I learned was to value myself and to value the time that I'm spending with these clients because that's time away from my family. Yes. So it should be at a rate that's going to provide a long-standing business. It's not working for peanuts because let's be honest, even since COVID, I don't know what it's like in Guam, but everything in Australia is now like double, triple, quadruple oh, yeah. the price. You go yeah, into the it, supermarket. Inflation has been ridiculous. It's 
ridiculous. You can't yeah. walk out of the supermarket with a bag of groceries for like less than $70. It's like, woof. Yes. you know, so one, we need to price accordingly to life. And then we need to price accordingly. Well, what is our time worth? What do we want out of life? And really about that rather than, oh, well, I just want to help them out because they're just starting out. So I'm just going to be cheaper. And that's where a lot of people uh, in that sort of people pleasing type of mentality as well. Um, but I think it's really about just knowing that there are people that want to work with you and you want to work with people that are like-minded. So working for really low money and for people that are not aligned with you, they don't treat you very well. It's just to me, like going back to a nine to five, mm. why would you do that remotely in your own business? So yeah, a lot of, a lot of lessons, a lot of mindset work that I've had to do to kind of overcome fears and with everything there's fears there's fears in selling there's fears with showing up online there's fears with you know going live on Instagram for the first time there's fears to marketing your business all of those um and yeah that's probably the just valuing yourself is probably the biggest takeaway wow yeah no all those things are great pointers because um and I didn't know that about Australia that's kind of funny I don't think Australia is by yeah. itself in that though by the way you don't. You guys don't have an exclusive on that one. <laughs> I think that is uh, that is something that is um, felt. I guess a sentiment that is pretty pretty ubiquitous because uh, in the states that's kind of how it is too. You know, um, people tend to not ask for their value and for reasons of thinking. You know, thinking that they'll be seen as greedy, et cetera, et cetera. But really, you're not. Because as you said, your time is valuable. And if you're going to be using your time instead of being with your family, then you should you should get compensated for that. That's that's how it goes. And a lot of times, you know, women are kind of thought of as, you know, being pushy or being bossy if they ask mm. for their worth. And why is that? It's a social thing, right? It's like all socialization. A man can ask for something and he may not even be qualified for the thing, but he can ask for the rate and he's, he'll get the job because get of the, the, that's, the, that's the, the posture, right? And so it's it's such a, it's it's refreshing to see a woman who is like, no, I'm not going to that. I'm going to get what I'm worth because you should. There's no reason why you yeah. should not. And there will be naysayers. I mean, that is just a given. Um, and it's all because of kind of like the uh, the longstanding like gender biases that are mm. available, you know, like a woman is not a woman is not supposed to be shrewd businesswoman. She's supposed to, you know, just lowball herself and not not yeah. ask for what she needs and what she's worth. She should just accept and be acquiescent. No, she should not. She should ask for what she is worth because she deserves that she's providing the quality work. So why not, why not get paid for it? So exactly. yeah, I feel very strongly about this because yeah. <laughs> when I see it, I'm like, Oh no, ask for what you're worth. So yeah. I'm super excited that, that you're doing that and that you're inspiring others to do that because that is something that is needed kind of on a global scale. I totally agree. So that not good on you for sure. And then, so tell us now, um, you mentioned several things. You mentioned that, you know, the business has now scaled up. You've also mentioned that you have um, another section to the business, which is coaching. Um, 
So what are what what's what's going on now? Like what's the uh what's the next step or how can people reach out to you if they're interested in one or both of those entities? Like how does that part work? Yeah, great. Thank you. Uh so I hang out most of the time on Instagram at Sasha Eburn, E-B-U-R-N-E underscore underscore. And if they're looking to start their own virtual assistant business, I offer a self-paced program that they can do in their own time and really get the resources that they need to get start start up for quite a minimal um investment. Essentially by the end of it, they'll have a fully fledged business and ready to be able to to jump in and start securing some clients to start earning some income for themselves. And then I offer a six month um, more to, to grow and scale virtual assistant business because it's quite a lot of virtual assistants around the country and even globally um, that are making something of themselves. So they kind of like get to that that level and they're like, what do I need to do now? So I'm there to kind of support them in, in that scale phase. In terms of what's coming up next is we have just launched Virtual Assistant Network Australia, which is a beautiful community to collaborate, connect and build a community within. So really about allowing people all across the country to come together online rather than sort of not being able to go to New South Wales or to Sydney to an event to be able to be able, you know, to be in in your home office because there are a lot of remote locations in a, in Australia that they don't have access to net, go to networking events and go to face coffee catch-ups and things like that. So just providing a really inclusive um, space online for everyone to connect. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Because I, I don't think most people realize how big Australia is. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just like saying, you know, I, yeah. you know, I was talking to somebody one time and they were like, oh yeah, they were like, oh yeah, you know, um, they were talking about Perth and then they were talking about Sydney and I'm like, you do understand that like it takes a really long time to get from one end of the country to the, to the next. It's yeah. a country and a continent. Like it's massive. <laughs> yeah. Like for, for us to go to Perth, it actually takes the same amount of time or costs more money than it does for us to go to, to Bali or to Fiji or, you know, somewhere else. It's actually cheaper for us to go off rather than all the way to the other side of the country. Which is which is amazing. It's just kind of funny. But as, I mean, I, I I will say that um, maybe I shouldn't say most people. I should say most Americans are unaware of the size of yeah. the country. So um, so I just put it out there in case anybody's listening and they're thinking, oh, why, why should you say there's more places? I'm like, yeah, because like, you know, the whole middle of Australia is like rural. Desert. It's desert. <laughs> it's like, it's like, wow. <laughs> So yeah. anyway, <laughs> I always like chuckle when I think about that. But um, but yeah, no, that's fantastic. So um, providing accessibility, that's huge, you know, and I'm sure that that's, you know, as you probably noticed, like you mentioned that you have a network of support and that is very integral to success as an entrepreneur, you know, because you are working kind of in isolation, right? I mean, you're home or you're in an office space where you're working and you're not really interacting with other people on a daily basis, face-to-face, right? Most of the time. So, you yeah. know, that does get a little lonely. Um, and so it's good to have a, a place where you can connect with others who are in the same struggle, right? With you. And so that yeah. you can like bounce ideas off of each other. You can offer support. I mean, it just makes a big difference as you're, as you're going along. And particularly if you're in a place where you're even more isolated, just because of geography, you know, it is, it makes that much more of a difference. So, so that's exciting that you're doing that because, um, sounds like it's definitely something that's well needed. 
yeah, definitely. I think that's um, I think so. a lot of people jump into this space and they do get lonely and then they go back to an office because they crave the connection and that's what we want to prevent because then they're just taking a big step backwards. Oh, I can see that. That's cool. Yeah. And so that's going to be launched when? It has launched already. We've had oh, it's already launched. Okay. Yeah, we had an online networking event, and then we're currently putting together the calendar of events for next year. But we've got a couple of amazing guest speakers that are secured, and a lot of the networking will be online. We're talking about an annual conference, and a few of the members requested a retreat. So that seems to be the trend. Everyone wants to go on a retreat next yeah. year. So I think something will be in the pipeline and in the works for that. So stay tuned. Okay. All right. Sounds fantastic. Fantastic. Maybe we should come to Guam. Yeah. You guys should come to Guam. Again, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately, I don't see like a really direct route. I wish there were, but <laughs> yes, definitely come to Guam. And I don't know if the hotel chain that you were um, referring to was a Ducit. Yeah. It is a Ducit. Yeah. I okay. went to the Ducitani in Abu Dhabi. That's a fantastic hotel. Um, and yeah, I mean, all the hotels really on the beach there in in the bay that we had because on Tumon Bay there's a lot basically a long list of hotels that are right on the beach and mm -hmm. all of them are, are good but Ducid has nice because Ducid has the um and I, I don't get any kickbacks from Ducid just FYI that's what anybody's thinking <laughs> it's not sponsored I'm like doing an advertisement <laughs> for them not getting any money for that um but I I have stayed at the beach I have not stayed at Thani um but the I've gone and eaten at the restaurants and all these mm. things. And so it's quite nice. It's a nice hotel. So yeah, if you can do a retreat and you come to Guam oh. and you check that out, that'd be fantastic. You'll have to come no. and join us. Excellently. Excellently. Yeah. I would love to join you if you guys do come here. Fantastic. Cause um, it's a nice spot. It's a really nice spot. And, and the, the thing that's unique about the Bay here, and I love talking about Guam too, by the way, um, the, the, the thing that's unique about the Bay is that it is probably from the shoreline all the way out to the reef is probably about a mile, a mile and a half. Mm -hmm. And then end to end. So we have several bays that are kind of like giant saltwater pools because the reef flanks yes. them. Oh, and yeah. then they're like, uh, they have like, uh, I guess, peninsulas, you'd call those, kind of jutting out on either end of it. And so the one where the deuce it is, that one, it's about uh, about three miles from end to end. So you have three miles of like beach front and then from the, from the shoreline out to the reef, you have another like one and a half miles and it's oh. shallow. It's very, it's like, you know, it's, it's not deep and the water is crystal clear. You can see the, see the ground, you know, see the sand, see the fish. You can just put your head down and you snorkel and oh, you know, I'm you'll sold. see the fish just kind of going by. I mean, it's beautiful. Um, Sign me up. So I, I, you know, I, I always tell people, I'm like, I know it's far for a lot of people to come here, but it is definitely a nice place to visit. If nothing else, the fact that you have this giant saltwater pool that you can just go and look at the fish and just enjoy it. It's, it's really cool. I love that. My daughter will love the fish. She loves that snorkeling. Oh yeah, snorkeling is, is so it's yeah. fun. It's fun. I have panic attacks when I snorkel, so I, I try not to like do it in too deep water, but I can oh, do no. it right there in the bay. Yeah. Just on the coast. I'm like, okay, can stand up. Okay, stand up. You're okay. You're okay. 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 Just stand up. <laughs> oh my god. I goodness. love it. It's crazy. No, that's fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. If you guys you don't know, want to use Deuce, yeah. that's, we'll, that's we'll hit you up. Don't, don't, don't you worry. Go. Yeah. That'd be great.
So, you know, this is a fantastic conversation that we've been having. I have thoroughly enjoyed it. And I know that the audience has been um, inspired by your trajectory, you know, starting from scratch, essentially, and having such great success and then paying it forward to others by helping them also to have success, which is huge tenant in entrepreneurship for success and abundance mindset. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. And then okay. the, we have this tradition in our show. It's uh, it's called fill in the blanks. And I wonder if you're ready, Sasha, for fill in the blanks. Are you ready? You're Let's ready. Go. Okay, cool. All right. The first one is, if I am fearless, I will. Do whatever I want. Nice. Nice. Okay. The next one is, to me, fearless freedom means. Doing whatever you want, when you want, and doing what lights you up every single day. Awesome. 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 And then the last one is my battle cry is. Do you mean like the power song? It's that's what it means to whatever you want. Um, So it's whatever you, whatever your battle cry is. Yeah. That's what, that's what came up for me. Um, Do you know the song? It's called Fight Song by Rachel Patton. Yes. That's kind of my, you know, if I just need a power song to pump me up, you know, my, you know, entering the battle, that's it. Love it. That's awesome. And then, so now, now you got to tell people like how they can reach you again, like your, your handle. So they can reach out to you. Yeah. On Instagram, S-A-S-H-A-E-B-U-R-N-E underscore underscore, which is Sasha Eburn underscore underscore on Instagram. Shoot me a DM. I'd be more than happy to chat. Awesome. Yes. No, that's great. And, um, you know, we're looking forward to seeing a lot of amazing things from you, Sasha. And we're also hoping over here on Guam to see you guys yeah. come for the retreat. For sure. <laughs> I, need, I need to be like compensated by like Lucid and like the tourist board because man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all good. You should get them on the podcast. I know. Maybe we should get them on here and talk yeah. about it for sure. For sure. It's a great idea, actually. <laughs> Awesome. 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 Thank you so much for being with us and spending time with us, with our tribe and sharing your insight. We really, really, really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. It was a great chat.